Welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast. It is Entertainment Talks podcast for the Walking Dead on AMC and Fox. I'm your host Matthew. Joining me today, my co-host is David. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, still recovering from Comic Con, but apart from that, I'm doing well. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, so we're here today to talk about season four, uh, season nine, episode four, called uh, "The Obliged." Uh, what did you think of Frick's penultimate episode? I I think they did a great job, actually. Um, I really liked this episode. I I thought there was a, a good sort of mix of foreboding, ends in a very interesting place. There's lots of discussion between the characters, uh, some nice little set pieces, um, the the interaction between uh, Michonne and Negan. I thought was really good. I, yeah, I I I think they've they've been doing a a superb job this episode. I thought they did a really nice job with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still kind of sticking to my opinion from last week, which is like just a down the middle kind of thing, right? Maybe sort of thing. Um, so so that kind of means like you know I didn't dislike it, I didn't love it. It was just like okay, that was good sort of thing. That was mm. it was it was all right sort of thing. Um, we've certainly had worse and we've had better. Um, whether the show will give us a worst of episode or a best of episode is is to be seen. Uh, yeah. in the future and stuff um, I mean most of the focus of this episode is going to be taken away because of like what happens at the end with Rick um, and of course everybody's like focused on that now and that sets up next week directly and we're, we're going to kind of see this, this weird episode next week uh, which mm. we'll, we'll talk about once we get to that scene we'll talk about the uh, the promo for, for uh, next week and stuff because it looks like a very yeah. different type of episode um, but no, I do agree. I do think that the uh, Michonne Negan stuff w- was interesting. It's interesting them trying to, or I guess Angela Kang uh, and the writers trying to find a way to, yeah, re- essentially replace one of Carl's plots um, for having you know uh, other. It, it it seems a bit more this season like it's going to be just other people going down there, uh, whether Maggie makes it in there or or, or not, uh, and maybe talks to Negan. Um, we shall see, but like you've had Rick go down there, what, twice or once maybe? Um, uh, and Michonne's yeah. gone down there, um, and they've had like different types of conversations with Rick and Negan. It was much more about like the leader sort of conflict and him sort of saying to him, you know, uh, you're going to set this world up for me. And with Michonne, it's more about like losses and, and that sort of stuff. So um, it's an interesting way to, for them to kind of try and work around it. So. Because uh, in the comic, it was very much Negan trying to sort of take Carl on as his apprentice and trying to get him. Uh, it's almost like an em- Emperor Palpatine situation where it's like, you know, right, yeah. join me, join the dark side kind of thing. Um, and Carl just like sort of knowing that Negan's got or, or feeling like Negan's got some good in him, but like realizing that, you know, remembering what he did. And uh, he sort of teases Negan to say, like, hey, maybe one day I'll. I'll sort of work work for you that kind of thing. I don't remember the exact conversations obviously it's been a few years since I since I've read those scenes. Um but it's interesting to see them try to do something slightly different but I mean they have to but uh, <laughs> well yes. Yeah. Yeah, but uh yeah, I think they're still doing a, a decent job with that side uh, and I think Jeffrey just continues to to be great as Negan. Um yes. looks like he's having fun. So uh some people pointed out that Negan's hair was was cut. I didn't notice myself. No. 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 Be- um, being a guy, I didn't notice whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, and the, he was he was in a very dark, like shadowed room, so uh, that is I didn't true. quite notice that. But you know, some some people were saying like, "Who who cut his hair?" And I was like, "Did is his hair cut?" I don't know. 
um but no that was that was all right as well and the, the daryl and um rick stuff was like um surprisingly emotional especially towards the end whereas like mm. you know brother i've got you and that sort of stuff um, yeah okay i think that's enough for uh, pre-talk before i go yeah uh, over more of the scenes um so yeah interesting little decent episode obviously a chess piece for next week as well so yeah uh we'll see what happens um but in a moment uh, i'll see you for some housekeeping in a minute so we'll see you for that today's sponsor is kirsty legister's juice plus if you would like to get help with trying to lose weight this might just be the solution that you're looking for with a range of products that include shakes boosters capsules and more get started today all you need to do is click on the kirsty legisters juice plus link in your show notes or description on itunes or on the website go over to her facebook profile send her a facebook message and get started with the program today Today's second sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so within the last week on Entertainment Talk, as I mentioned last week, uh, special guest Chase from uh, the Next to Nothing podcast uh, was on Random Random Gaming Talk last week. That's for one uh, episode 137 or 137. Um, we talked about just a bunch of different stuff. We talked about um, over and underrated games. Uh, it's a theme that I'm wanting to sort of continue with because um, we started that last week uh, where a listener brought up the question and then we sort of ca- carried it over because uh, we had some more like answers towards that sort of subject and Chase was, was new in and stuff and uh, we sort of included him in that as well. It's a way for us to say like, okay, we don't quite get the praise that this game gets. But this game doesn't maybe get enough praise, so it's an interesting little conversation for us to for us to kind of have. And you know, there's however many games out in the world, so there's plenty to sort of choose from in that uh, sort of discussion. Um, we talked about his podcast and stuff, so you can go and check that out. Um, the next to nothing podcast on iTunes or podcast platforms. Uh, he's got a Twitch channel as well. You can find that on his Twitter. Uh, the Twitter for that is at um, ntnpod, just simply ntnpod. Uh, and all the information for, for stuff will, will be in there for his podcast. But it was great to have him on as well. And uh, it was really fun last week to, of course, do uh, the Next to Nothing podcast as a guest over there. Uh, so check him out and check out the podcast as well. Uh, it was quite lengthy. So, um, yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. Um, the good place. Wow, what an episode last week! I had so much fun watching. Uh, it was three oh five, wasn't it? The uh, Ballad of Donkey Dog. Yeah. Uh, really fun episode. I had so much fun do- doing that podcast, and uh, yeah, it, it, as I said, in, as I said in the podcast, and basically at the start, 
the show continues to find new ways to interest me and entertain me that you kind of don't see coming. Like they they give you like okay, here's the plot of what we're gonna do, but like what we what we're actually going to do is different to what you might think. And uh, yeah, e- excellent excellent episode last week. Had a lot of fun with it. Uh, so that was pretty good as well. Um, what else is going on? Uh, the DC shows this week uh, today. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow returns. That's for its uh, fourth season. Uh, premiere, uh, so that should be some fun um, on Halloween. So that should be weird and kind of interesting. Uh, happy Halloween, everybody! By the way, go and uh, <laughs> go and have some fun. Go and watch um, some scary films. Of course, if you haven't got children, you can watch more violent scary films. But if you have, then uh, <laughs> there's still some fun options out there for you as well. Uh, I think I'm going to be finishing off um, Sabrina, the uh, the mm-hmm. Netflix series, after uh, we do the Legends podcast. So that should be some fun. Um, have you seen much of Sabrina? Yeah. Uh, first couple of episodes. Okay. I wasn't wasn't overly struck with the first episode until the very end, and then uh, that you sort of need to watch those opening two episodes back to back. I yeah. think because so, it's like one big massive episode. But by the end of the second episode, it really picks up, and I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, I'm um, I'm gonna watch the rest of it. I just haven't had time yet. Cool. Uh, so yeah, go and watch that. That's on Netflix. Uh, is that actually a Riverdale spin-off, or is it just like loosely kind of connected? Uh, uh, it was it was cast as a it was supposed to be a Riverdale spin-off and land at the CW. Right. Uh, then Netflix swooped in and offered them a two-season deal and more money and them a bit more freedom to be able to do what they want because it's not a network TV show, and uh, they ended up going with Netflix instead. So it, it's already got two seasons uh, of ten episodes. And um, it, it so it, that's why it's it's got some connection to Riverdale, but whether we'll ever actually see them properly cross over is is anybody's guess at the moment, because they are on two separate systems in the US. Because mm-hmm. you know Riverdale's a CW show and this is a Netflix show. Yeah, so. cool. So go and check that out on Netflix and uh, yeah, Riverdale's CW and International's Netflix as well. Uh, yeah. But yeah, speaking of the uh, yeah, that's the last of the return for for us for the CW DC shows. Um, yeah, we the only other show we cover on CW is uh, is iZombie. That won't be till next year uh, for the final season. Um, but yeah, uh, so Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, Flash, and Black Lightning have all returned. So uh, those are some fun as well. Um, and if you want something from us, Halloween wise, uh, I did review the yeah the Halloween film uh, a few <laughs> weeks ago. The uh, the Michael Myers return. So that that's. That was kind of my Halloween sort of plans. It just happened to come out like 10 or 11 days before Halloween itself. So, uh, yeah, that's basically what I sort of did. Uh, but that's what we got going on at the moment uh, at entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey review coming soon. So, uh, yeah, entertainmenttalk.org or the podcast platform of your choice. Let's move back to The Walking Dead. Uh, in Alexandria, Michonne oversees the community raising Judith. Community raising Judith and writing her... Uh, proposed code of laws for the communities because you need a sense of law at some point mm-hmm. uh, and it's probably easy to do now that you haven't got Gregory so <laughs> yes. uh, but at night uh, ventures off to uh, fight fight some zombies um, during one event she loses her katana briefly she sort of drops it on the floor and she finds the closest weapon at her at um, hand to defend herself which is a baseball bat uh, this causes her to start to consider Negan held within a cell uh, inside Alexandria. She goes to see him, and he is on a hunger strike. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of your opening pre pre uh, yeah, cold open sort of scene that we have. Yeah, uh, I, I like the way it sort of ends and it sort of focuses on the bat, and you can see some yeah. the blood dripping off of it or whatever. Because um, yeah, it's yeah a baseball bat. It just doesn't have the barbed wire on it, and it obviously yeah. reminds her of it. Um, 
yeah, so what do you think of Michonne's situation, I guess? It, it's interesting because, I mean, obviously we know she's going to lose Rick next week. And uh, I, I sort of, with that in mind, it's sort of, they're, they're obviously setting her up to be the leader of Alexandria um, full time. I think that's, uh, there, but there is going to be this, well, that's certainly how it feels because I can't see anybody else taking that role. So it's it's sort of, then is going to be that pull between her having to do her leadery kind of duties and her the this drive to be a fighter and and go out and and take down walkers i mean there's no necessarily any reason she can't do both apart from the fact that you don't want another leader to die so i mean i i I think it's kind of interesting and i i like that opening sequence as well with them focusing on the baseball bat and that sort of leading her back to going to talk to negan um uh, yeah, and there's a sort of sense of foreboding with with the baseball bat as well. I think you know just of, of everything that's coming. So, uh, yeah, it's, it was interesting. It was nicely done. Mm. I do wonder what will happen to Negan as well after. Yeah. Rick, um. Well, looking more likely that he that he dies, maybe. Um. Yeah, I wonder what will happen t- to him and how he will kind of yeah what he, what he will do after of course it's interesting you say like she doesn't know that uh she's about to lose it's a weird situation where like we know he's, she's about to lose him but like none of these other characters have like any idea um again yeah. it's the whole weird thing of like you know us knowing rick is gonna leave um and, and that sort of stuff and uh it's not that's not really happened before i don't think no. unless you think of like maybe heath and he's like joining 24 and then we think oh maybe he's gonna leave and then he does uh i know he's a much much more character than rick but that's been <laughs> the only so, yeah didn't yeah. so much leave as sort of vanished i right. think he's, he's closer to it yeah yeah um yeah he's the only other kind of character i get maybe sasha because we knew she was joining like star trek and stuff and we're like hey yeah you're yeah. gonna be the lead of star trek and do this and of course we know what happened there um again it's an inter- interesting situation with lauren cohan um because it's only a few. Because if it's if that's a mid-season show, it's only a few episodes short of uh, Star Trek. Because Star Trek was what fifteen is going to be maybe fifteen this season, and uh, usually a mid-season show is like thirteen or episodes or something. So I don't know. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's but yeah. In terms of actual like you know news, hey, this character is leaving. Rick's kind of been the only one. So it's it's weird to know that, and you know the other characters don't. So. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with these other characters, like how they sort of adapt and change, and how the show kind of changes as well, because it's going to need to, and someone's going to need to, they'll either do like a season 4 council idea, uh, or season 3, whatever season that was, the, the prison stuff, uh, when they had like the council, and they had Herschel yeah. and Carol and that, uh, they're even made, but... I guess the difference now is they haven't got one base. They've got like four or five or however many, and you need different leaders for for each one. So it kind of yeah, you sort of have spreads to, people so, out a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do think that there's like, like we discussed in the I think the season preview, there are some options for who they could choose for these certain roles. Um, it's interesting when we because I'm I think I remember us saying um Aaron could do some sort of leadership role at the hilltop. I know of course with him losing his arm, which he hasn't been on screen since that. Obviously, maybe he's still recovering or something. But there's the whole you know they have to CG his arm out and stuff. And if mm. he's going to be the leader of that, how's that going to work? So yeah, it's it's going to be I mean the week after next for episode six, how they kind of change things. So. Because uh, you still do have some leaders. You've still got like Maggie and Michonne. Uh, you still got Ezekiel, Carol. Daryl could do, he he could do some kind of leadership role, but maybe not like a leader of the community. 
Um, and Dwight, like, what? Where is where is Dwight right now? He could kind of yeah, yeah, uh, probably the sanctuary. So I don't know. Um, yeah. So this causes Negan. This causes her to consider Negan. Um, I read that bit. Uh, yeah. So he's in the cell. She goes to see him after learning he's on a hunger strike. Not the best of ideas. No. Uh, the two talk about their past. Negan having lost his uh, wife Lucille and Michonne having lost her son Andre. Uh, when Negan asks what happened to his baseball bat, Lucille Mich- Michonne uh, asserts it's just still out there somewhere, um, and uh, yeah, causing Negan to uh, you know get get angry and stuff like that. Um, yeah, the way she kind of taunts him as well is like, where, where where's Lucille? And uh, yeah, she's like, we don't know. He's probably up there on that on that battlefield or or something. Um, I can't remember the last time we actually saw him with. With Lucille it was on the well, field? It, it, yeah, it was probably yeah. on the field. Yeah. I, I think must have been. Um, so yeah, I I thought that was uh, that was really well done. That whole conversation I thought yeah. was was really really well done. And, and Negan's sort of anguish at, at the fact that this baseball bat that is sort of you know represents his dead wife essentially. This baseball bat is is just sort of out there somewhere, and we don't know whether that's necessarily true or not. I mean, you know, we don't know whether whether Lucille is out rusting in a field somewhere, or or you know, rotting in a field somewhere, or or whether they have taken it and hidden it somewhere. I mean, there's not necessarily any reason because I mean, the only thing the, the baseball bat is a sort of symbol of Negan, but mm. there's no real reason for them to have necessarily have taken it, you know. Um, there's no real because it's it's connection to Negan. You know, it's a very personal connection for him. It's not really you know to everybody else. It's a baseball bat, mm. you know. So, I yeah, I mean, it's quite possible it is out there rotting in a field somewhere, but we don't know. We don't know whether she was telling the truth on that or whether somebody did pick it up and shove it in a you know hole somewhere or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Uh, if I was to guess, I I think it's maybe still on that field because there was just so much going on. There was loads of people there. Yeah. And might have, you know, m- maybe when Dwight Dwight punched him, he dropped it, and and nobody yeah. kind of just picked it up because you know people were in the middle of dying. I don't yeah. Think well, why would you? Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, interesting. Um. But no, I do I do think the the conversation was acted quite well as well from uh, Denai yeah. and uh, and Jeffrey. Um. But yeah, it's it's interesting her yeah just being like I don't know she's out there somewhere and that's so cute to kind of walk off and leave him to just be really angry. So uh, and then he goes and bangs his head on the wall, which again hunger strike banging your head on the wall. It's a sort of a scene for Negan. So um, I mean some people probably like to see that because of all the the stuff they he put the group through. Um, so uh, I mean it's part of his punishment as well. So you know. yeah, I mean it was it was just a really interesting conversation and sort of the the talking about you know how similar they are and whether whether they are similar and i think he it's he mentions this the thing about um you are you know and i i think you know she's more scared of becoming him which i think is what he says at the end of that it's it's not that you're it's not that you're like me it's you're scared of becoming like me i think is is what he sort of says and uh yeah i i thought that whole sequence was kind of interesting and i i quite happily sit and watch more of that i thought it was really good yeah i'd like them to still send like different characters down there and stuff and see yeah yeah like what would daryl say to negan what would dwight say to negan um 
Yeah. Sing, sing I mean, is, I, Singer's dad yeah. could suddenly talk more now, which is good. Uh, he'll have yeah. things yes. to say to Negan. So. Somebody actually wrote Daryl some lines, thank God. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, Daryl and Negan, I'm, I, I mean, I think the one we're all waiting for is, is Maggie and Negan, which mm-hmm. I think will happen. I think they'll do that before we lose Lauren. I think I think there will be that confrontation. They they got to do that at some point, particularly as there's not going to be any Rick to stop her. So, you know, I mean, Michonne could get in the way, but if you've got Mary, Maggie, and Daryl both kind of coming from the same direction, I I, I think she's probably going to let let her just do whatever. So, mm. we'll see. Uh, at the scavengers junkyard, uh, Anne has secured Gabriel and threatens to uh, let loose an armless uh, zombie on him. It's another one of her kind of traps. Uh, Gabriel tries to convince her to let him go, apologising for his uh, past mistakes. Anne cannot bring herself to kill him. Uh, instead, she knocks him out again. Poor, poor guy has been knocked out so many times and yeah, uh, all that sort of stuff. Um, when Gabriel awakens, he finds himself alone in the junkyard. A note from Anne in his coat explaining that she left uh, to go somewhere, but we don't find out what is in that note or, or anything. No. Um, short little scene. There isn't much here, but um, yeah, I guess they're trying to develop Anne. I mean, well, I, I mean, feel, I feel like this is a little bit of a step backwards. I, I it's it is, yeah. I mean it. it it is a step backwards for the in terms of you know her, her sort of Anne Jadis kind of crossover thing. Um, I I it, it's it's difficult to know what they're doing with with this bit. Uh, firstly, I mean, an armless walker is is still not the most effective way. It seems it's a very weird way to try and kill somebody mm. if that's what she's trying to do. I. You know, I, I I don't get why she's using that particular thing as as a way of either taunting or trying to kill somebody because she's done it to Gabriel, she did it to Negan, um, and, and I mean it's kind of yeah, it's a gruesome way to go, but I I don't know, I don't I don't quite get why she doesn't you know you've got like knives and you know pick up a rock and smash somebody's head at you there's various ways of doing it why go to all that effort of of tying a walker to a board so you can wheel him over and kind of dangle it in front of somebody's face i yeah it, it seems weird unless there's a specific reason that we don't know about that she's doing that mm. um to related to the whole sort of you know mysterious ab people that uh, she's been talking to so i i'm not sure i i, I don't know it's it's a bit puzzling this whole bit at the moment um i i mean uh i, I feel a bit sorry for gabriel because he gets oh, sucked yeah. in he gets sucked in so easily and always seems to get like smacked around the head and mm. or end up uh, blind you know yeah or end up blind blind in one eye at least so, so uh yeah i'm sort of wondering where anna's gone as well because the the conversation she had on the radio with trading people would seem to mean that she needs an alpha to trade or an A to trade. We're assuming that means alpha. Um, she needs a sort of A to trade, not a B. And she sort of decided that Gabriel was an A and work. But then why was she trying to kill him if she was going to try and trade him? Surely they'd want him alive unless they need him bitten for some reason. And they're doing experiments, whoever these people are. I, I don't know. I'm yeah. very confused as to exactly what's going on there. What did, what did she say he was a bee 
when I well, she said no she said she, last week she yeah. said I thought you were a B but really you're an A mm. um and we know she thinks Negan is an A so I mean yeah we're assuming that it's a sort of alpha beta thing but I don't know and that that's that's still it's interesting that i'm i'm looking forward to what the reveal is of of that whole thing because it clearly relates to this other group that we haven't seen much of yet and but i suspect we may see some of next week maybe maybe um i I think they're going to be a bit i mean next week will probably be an extended episode because it's you know rick and uh again not to be like angsty towards amc but they're gonna want to put more adverts in that episode because they (laughs) like to do that kind of thing uh we we know the deal by now so yeah uh this isn't new information um but yeah i think they're gonna be i think next week will have to be as rick focused centric focused uh as possible um i do it'll probably be be an hour um and I don't know if we'll see much from the helicopter stuff. A lot of I, people have been coming out with the theory that, like, she'll trade Rick for for um, the maybe, like, supplies or something. Maybe. Um, I mean, I, that that does seem like a possibility of, of a way of keeping Rick around and not having to have Andrew Lincoln on screen. That would seem like a possibility. Um, yeah. One of the problems you do face, though, is every Comic-Con, like, wh- where is he, where, you know, coming back and... Yeah, I mean, that that is, is difficult. It, it seems quite difficult to keep him just hidden away. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I sort of feel like they're probably going to end up killing him. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I just... I, I think it will be difficult because... If they thought he was genuinely still alive, you'd have a lot of the other characters going to try and find him, and that that would drag a bit. So I don't know. Yeah. But then next week's episode is. Um, yeah, I mean, written got, by, like... it's written by Gimbal, so you know he could have thrown a spanner <laughs> in the works quite possibly. Yeah, I mean, you got like hallucinations and probably farewell scenes and all that kind of stuff, so that's going to take up a lot of time. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to uh, Maggie and Daryl, or Maggie, Daryl, and the Oceanside group uh, conspire to assassinate Negan. They know Rick will not let Maggie into Alexandria as she has made uh, her intentions clear and start to work out a plan to bring Maggie into Alexandria without Rick's uh, knowledge. Jesus, who is hesitant about this course of action, uh, conversely contacts Rick to warn him. Rick is overseeing the takedown of uh, Brick. Of the, of the bridge uh, construction camp uh, as without the saviors it is unlikely they'll be able to finish the bridge uh, in time before uh, rising uh, waters wash it away because there's a there's water problem at the moment isn't there Yeah. Uh, Eugene is warning Rick uh, in as simplest terms as, as he can uh, <laughs> of the two uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah uh, yeah, he's, he's trying to warn him in the simplest way he, he he can manage, which still isn't very simple. Um, of the large uh, horde seen in the area, both are moving uh, to, towards towards their roots. Uh, Rick gets Jesus' word and uh, decides to head to Alexandria. He contacts one of the Alexandria watch points to tell them uh, to be on the lookout for Maggie, unaware which point... Uh, unaware that the watch point is a member of Oceanside and uh, she's involved in Maggie's plan um I mean this kind of feeds into the Rick and the Rick and Daryl stuff um yeah but I mean 
they worked out something because they changed like the radio frequency or something and um they got daryl to sort of intervene yeah um yeah cause, yeah it, it's gonna be weird next episode if um i wonder if like maggie will because i'm assuming rick will try and make his way back to alexandria and try and you know get get the medical attend uh help that he needs and stuff and Maggie's probably on her way there as well. So I wonder if, like, they will bump into each other. She'll see that he's injured and, like, obviously plans will change to from, like, trying Maybe. to assassinate Negan to, okay, Rick's dying. Let's try and help him. And then, like, everybody will kind of get involved and everybody will get distracted sort of thing. Maybe. Um, Maybe. Because, yeah, uh, yeah, they're both yeah both on the way back to Alexandria. So they're going to bump into each other, I guess, at some point. Um, yeah, what, what do you think might happen? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, it's quite possible that Maggie, you know, with Rick distracted, um, maybe Maggie will get there and she will, will get that conversation with Negan next week. And during that conversation, somebody comes down and grabs her because, you know, Rick's shown up with a massive hole in his side. Uh, you know, may, maybe so then Negan also knows. That's, that that Rick's injured, so th- maybe that will be the way that they'll play it. So you've got this sort of tension going on at home around by around the Rick stuff, or I mean, the entire thing. All the clips we've seen from next week's episode appear to show a very sort of dream sequency kind of things as mm. going through parts of Rick's life, and it could be the whole episode that. So we don't get to see exactly kind of things that are going on back in Alexandria. Um, it's hard to say it's really hard to say because it's going to be an odd one next week yeah yeah um i'd be surprised if they found a way to waste any time next week yeah like this is rick and you need to give him as best send-off as possible um and you can't have like you know see you can't have the uh and gabriel stuff you haven't really got time for that you can't really do like another eugene speech see i mean i know they're very short anyway but you can't you can't do any of that sort of stuff you've really got to like focus on the characters and saying goodbye to him um and, and that sort of stuff so uh yeah we'll see what happens um when rick prepares to go um by horseback daryl offers to help him uh there instead by by motorcycle so they're riding riding his brothers yeah. it's it's a sons of anarchy spin-off it's uh yeah yeah um I, i've always kind of because i'm still watching um sons of anarchy i'm towards the end of season six and I believe seven is the the last season. That, that they yes, did. I think so. Yeah, yes. uh, I, I remember when I started the show, and I was like, "Huh, Daryl would fit in here really well." Yeah, yeah. So, I, every time yeah. I see him, I think Daryl would fit in well on that show. Yeah. What about if um, I don't know. I was gonna say if they found a way to put him into to Mayans or something, but maybe he's, he's going to be. He's busy. Yeah, I think at the he, moment he's, he's doing this. He's doing. Uh, don't forget, he's doing Death Stranding. Uh, for PlayStation with with Kojima and stuff. Um, yeah. So, but I'd like. To, I mean, I know there's ride with Norman Reedus, which I guess does some of that stuff. He's like riding with uh, with groups of people and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but that's like you know that's a, a travel documentary thing as opposed to you know a, a gang war type show. Uh, mm. But no, they're riding together uh, on the bike and stuff. Um, Rick becomes concerned when Daryl uh, purposely misses the turn off for Alexandria. He demands yeah. Daryl stop the bike, uh, and the two get off into a fist fight. They both end up falling into a deep pit off the road that they uh, can't easily climb out of. 
they realise their conflict um, with Daryl uh, reminding how many people have helped him and uh, some of his decisions have come to hurt those uh, others like uh, Glenn the two agree to work together to uh, escape the pit after you know the arguing that they have yeah and uh, they talk about the people that died and you know if if we don't sort this thing out then uh, those deaths will be for nothing and he mentions Carl and um, you know Daryl mentions Glenn which you know again I saw another thing of uh, hey if it was like hey if um if Glenn hadn't saved you, wouldn't be alive. And then it was like, hey, if it wasn't for you, Glenn would be alive. So it's kind of yeah. a, a, a sort of theme, theme with that. Yeah, we sort so. of gloss over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Rick doesn't really... Yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting how... Has any character in the show actually said about that situation? I don't think they have. I think there's been no, no. more of a, a viewer conversation, if, if anything. It, um, it has been. Nobody yeah. in the show really blames Daryl <laughs> yeah. at all. Whereas, been... uh, you know, there's been conversations. I mean, yeah, there's been conversations certainly on forums and things about, well, it was sure. kind of Daryl's fault. So, Yeah, and it's been, I mean, I don't think it will come up now because it's been two seasons, but you never know. Mm. So, because uh, I remember when, um, yeah, when Carl was dying, he brought up about, uh, what was it, that guy he shot at the prison? Yeah. Yeah, so, and that was like seasons ago. They do... They can bring stuff up. From, they do reference from, it back. From seasons back. There, there've been a lot more references this season about dead yeah, characters Mal as well. And, yeah, and uh, I think they said T Dog, or they didn't actually mention his name, or so, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, they they do mention the past as well, but they haven't uh, discussed the Glenn situation yet. No. Uh, do you think that this is a bit this is a bit similar to the Sydney scenes from last week, where it's like convenient that the that the pit is there? But like, well, they, but they sort of needed a reason for them to be trapped. To, to yeah, I mean, reading uh, just looking at a bit of background uh, on it. I mean, the, I, it, Angela Kang actually put that scene in specifically to add some resolution to the uh, the the little meeting at the end of Wrath, which was between you know um, Maggie and and Daryl right, and, and the stuff. This yeah. Thing. Yeah, the start of all this sort of thing. She, this, that scene was almost specifically put in to to try and get a bit of resolution to to that little meeting, of of and and to 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 really put them both in a place where neither of them can walk away, mm. and they have to have this discussion and it has to come out. Uh, and uh, I mean, they are very much like brothers, uh, and it, it just seemed to be a a case of them being both being locked in a room. It, uh, metaphorically right, and just right. sort of tried to sort tried to just say what they actually feel to each other which they haven't really been doing up until this point so i think it, i i can get why she put the scene in there yeah. i think it was kind of convenient that there was a large hole there which mm-hmm. seemed entirely random but um i i mean i i thought it was it was kind of necessary and it also gives you a nice set piece of the zombies falling in from the top and and yeah they're giving them some sort of threat of having to get away with which i mean this is always the problem when they're doing the set pieces with zombies like last week i think it stuck out slightly where she you know that you've got the zombies trying to the walkers trying to get through the door and uh she happens to get a foot stuck you know because the floorboard collapsed last week Mm -hmm. and you kind of like and and that felt a little bit forced this didn't as much i don't think and you know the genuine threat of them struggling to get out of this pit while the zombies fall in i yeah you know i I thought that that worked quite well and and it was an important scene and you you know you got to see 
this conversation between between Daryl and Rick, which I think had needed to happen at some point, and this seemed like quite a good way of of forcing them to talk to each other, talk to each other, and then resolve some of that difference and and work together at the end of it. Yeah. Um, so if that is resolved between them, the conflict now, it's just you know they just need to. Uh, yeah. so someone needs to reach Maggie, so <laughs> and yeah. uh, kind of stop her, I suppose. Um, so yeah, it, that that was quite interesting as well. I don't, um, yeah, I, I don't know whether it was entirely resolved. It was sort of agree to disagree by the end of it, I think. I, I so guess, they are yeah. they are still on a they they are still have disagreements over that, but you know they're still friends and brothers and right. I like the uh, brother it, take my hand kind of. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 I was I was just looking around. That's actually a bit of a callback to uh, uh, the Merle um, to in uh, in season two uh, appeared as a hallucination to Daryl and oh, yeah, um, I remember that episode. and and was taunting taunting him about Rick not caring about him as he climbed up this mountain and uh, Rick Rick. Um, you know, the, then you've got Rick kind of grabbing his, his hand, and you know, Merle had sort of said, "Nobody's ever going to care about, about you except me, little brother." So, hmm. I, that, that is, there is sort of a connect, a nice connection there to to show this sort of brotherly bond that's formed between Rick and uh, and Daryl, which is quite nice. Yeah, it was it was a good scene as well. So, um, and yeah, I did like the zombie sort of set piece. Um, I wonder what effect it would have had if you'd have swapped them around. If Daryl had been the one pulling that the hand out, and because uh, maybe you could—it's just a little thing they could have maybe done. If you'd like, could add a slight bit of tension. If like with the knowledge of Andrew uh, of yeah, yeah. on the way out, if you have him as the one dangling, because yeah, know, you you don't quite. I mean, it's not. It wasn't necessarily put in there for that. It was put in there for the like take my hand moment, and I'm gonna you know we're gonna sort of try and be brothers again. But I wonder yeah. what the what it would have been like if you'd have, if you'd have swapped them around because uh, we knew Daryl wasn't going to die, but there was there, you yeah, could I maybe mean, have added the tension of like oh is Rick going to fall in here kind of thing maybe yeah I yeah I mean that that you know or could have gotten bitten or something and yeah. I mean yeah that that would have been interesting as well I think that could have worked as well so you know but it, it was a nice scene it worked it was uh so. At the construction camp, the remaining saviors are preparing to move out when a group of saviors led by uh, Judd. That was the guy from last week, wasn't he? The, the guy that yeah. tried to yeah, kill Carol. Yeah, uh, that asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he holds them at gunpoint again. Again, after being let off last week, uh, or I guess probably, yeah. probably like yesterday for him, or like a few days ago for him. Uh, he demands the group turn over weapons for the saviors to protect themselves, but uh, they know Oceanside has been killing off the other saviors. Carol uh, lowers her weapon, but when Judd uh, approaches her, the Oceanside um, survivors intervene. Uh, she also like kicks him in the leg or something and, and disarms yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Which because uh, I was like, huh, Carol's standing down. This is a bit weird. And then of course she she actually isn't. It's just a. A ploy, um, sneaky yeah. badass Carol. We like her. We yes, like her a lot. yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a firefight breaks out. Um, Rick and Daryl hear the gunshots of fire and rush to escape. Uh, just as they start clearing the edge, uh, walkers from um, one of the approaching hordes, drawn by the sound of gunfire, starts uh, falling into the pit. But uh, both uh, manage to get out alive. Rick sees a loose um, horse nearby and offers. Uh, to lead the horde away um, from the camp while Daryl drives off uh, to, to warn them. 
Um, I guess the, the this is one of the more things that, to me, makes sense. Because if they both go back on the bike, the bike makes more noise. And therefore, both hordes will yeah. just follow them. So Rick's saying, like, hey, I'm going to go on the horse, which... Um, well, at least distract one of the sets of, of hordes because that, that yeah. would follow him. It kind of is a, um interesting way to sort of do that. So, yeah, it's one of the things in the show that makes, like, complete clear sense sort of thing yeah. Um, without, yeah. like, any little bits and pieces sort of added in. Because, um, yeah, if if they'd have both driven off together, both hordes would have followed Daryl and then they would have gone back to the the uh, camp and that would have, yeah, that was where it would have damaged the bridge, I think. Yeah, because both hordes yeah. would have gone over the bridge, I think, and then... Yeah, because that's one of the which. Concerns. Yeah, well, that yeah, well, that was that was one of the things that Daryl had suggested is 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 walking the the hordes off the bridge. Um, he suggests that at some point, doesn't he? Of of uh, yeah, and Rick refuses because he uh, says I'm not I'm not losing the bridge just to, to a bunch of walkers, mm. you know, because we'll have to start again, even though the bridge is pretty much done for by the sounds of it. I guess, yeah, it would be more of like a nail in the coffin kind of thing, I think. Yeah, it would de- I mean, yeah, it would be definitely done for in that way, whereas at the moment there's still hope, so. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, good little scene. Um, yeah, it's sort of, again, it's just that it, it, all these are sort of little chess pieces to set up what happens with Rick, you know, the whole, yeah. the whole Maggie thing and then Daryl being there and then the pit and then them coming out and then the separation of the horde. Uh, so it adds up relatively nicely, I would say. Um, yeah. In terms of, like, you know, plotting this this plot out i guess you could say um rick on horseback leads the uh horde along but is surprised when the other horde that eugene warned him of uh is converging at the same point it's almost like one of those uh what would you call the traffic things where it's like four of them at, at one point uh um uh, crossroads i think that's what it's called yeah it's, it's a bit like that for, for him he's sort of in the middle and i mean there's not four hordes there's i think two or three because there's like yeah. three different paths uh but it's a bit sort of like that um the horde becomes uh the horse sorry becomes frightened by the two hordes uh and rears knocking rick off um its back rick lands hard um on a concrete block and finds a piece of rebar uh has impaled his side so he he lands uh, yeah he lands on the block but lands on yeah. the rebar as well because it goes through him uh and is unable to move rick loses consciousness and the hordes are slowly walking towards him um I think the thing that won't happen is like he's fated, he's passed out, and the horde just comes and eats him. I no, think, no. Well, no, no. I, I think, I think if you saw any of the bits from last week, that seems uh, I mean, yeah. from from the you know after the episode, and you know there was they showed some clips from next week as well. It it seems very very likely he's going to get off that block. They're not going to have him eaten by a bunch of walkers. Yeah. I mean, he may he's he's not going to die out there on his own, um, eaten by two hordes i i don't see that happening and uh, uh you know from all the bits that we've seen for next week i i don't that doesn't appear to be the case mm-hmm. so i think sort of the i guess fake tension there is the threat of that because that's like where the episode ends and if you don't see the promo then like that's what you might be thinking that's maybe what they're yeah, trying yeah. to get you to think which is oh look he's passed out and the horde's on its way yeah but but then they're gonna have him. You know, if that was the case, he'd be eaten pretty much straight away. Right. If if he wasn't gonna get himself off that, they would have to have him eaten within the first like five minutes of that episode, and then what what do you do for the rest? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's yeah. yeah it, I I mean it's fine. It's you know it's a, it's a perfectly mm. good bit of TV yeah. tension, but we're pretty positive he ain't gonna die yeah. exactly there. Mm. 
but like he uh, yeah he does in the first five minutes and then the rest of the episode is the rest of the characters slowly finding him over the course of an hour uh, yeah. yeah that would be pretty bad to watch yes. um, it's written by Scott Kimball yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that man he's um, uh, yeah yes anyway uh, it, it's funny when I see so many I mean he's partly to blame for what's happened but don't forget that AMC is the one that runs it they're, they're there to blame well, very yeah, much as no, well so, I, know, I know yeah they, they, they both are so yeah. uh, and don't forget that if Scott says hey I want to do this and that and AMC says no then he's not going to do it so AMC has also actually allowed him to do these the mistakes that he's done in the last two years so uh, yeah. they're both very much to blame So, um, but one more in a budgeted sense and one more in a story sense but uh, one's allowing the other thing to do the other thing so <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah, I guess we should we should talk about that that promo. So we saw yeah, we see him get up and sort of walk towards the horde. Uh the horse, sorry. Um yeah, he doesn't walk towards the horde, that would be very silly. Yes. Uh, he walks towards the horse and uh gets gets back on it and um we see a couple of shots of different things. Uh one of them is like this pile of bodies and he's just kind of walking on top of them. Not walker bodies, it's like I think it's characters. From the past? It, it is it's characters yeah. um it's characters from the past and the present actually somebody posted the still of one of the characters and jesus and carol are lying in yeah. there so clearly that's some sort of dream sequence yeah. or some, some description someone said gabriel's in there as well so yeah uh, i imagine a bunch of characters so i mean can we guess what that is because it's a very just random I, scene that we know nothing really about so it, it would uh it, it's it's some sort of dream sequence. I mean, there is a oh, lot yeah, of stuff yeah. in there that are, are dream sequences. I mean, there's a um, I can't remember whether this was in the pro- promo or in the thing the the clip that they showed on Talking Dead, but they they showed a bit from uh, him stood over the hospital bed, yeah. sort of t- yeah. shouting at himself to get up. Um, sort of older Rick shouting at younger Rick lying in the bed shouting to get up and then they turn towards the window and there looks to be a flock of birds coming towards them and they turn into helicopters Mm. so yeah yeah, it's interesting and and which is has got a lot of people talking about the fact of well maybe the helicopter maybe a helicopter comes and picks Rick up and take him away but then you do end up with that. The better I up. So, yeah. yeah, you you sort of you end up with that problem of everybody going, well, where's Rick? Why isn't yeah. you know? Uh, so I, I I don't know. I don't know whether that makes me think you may you may be seeing. Although it's it's going to be primarily a Rick episode next week, you may see a bit more of of the helicopter stuff and some of that introduced. Mm. They um, they can kind of do whatever they want next week in, in a in a certain way because like you know a, a, a season nine Rick standing over the in the bed uh, pilot Rick is you know um, yeah. very you know with hallucinations and stuff they can they can basically I mean to a certain degree but they can basically do what they want. Uh, so I imagine it's going to be a lot of imagery and a lot of like callbacks and uh, yeah I think um, he like turns away from that rick and walks like through the hospital the same way you saw in the pilot i I think yeah that's kind of what you sort of saw um yeah i thought the bats thing was was interesting because i remember a scene in the trailer when him judith and uh michonne are on that on that i think it's on the field where they they beat negan uh and you see the flock of birds like just flying around in the air 
Um, so maybe maybe that's actually part of one of the hallucinations because he looks very alive and well in that shot in the trailer, and we haven't seen that yet. So mm-hmm. um, that could be from that. Um, there's a bit with uh, Rick and Shane sitting in, uh, I think, a police car, and they're looking at the, the turned over car, maybe. Yeah, yeah. From the pilot. When yeah. They, so I imagine there's you know going to be a, cha- a, a chat with him and uh, and Shane and stuff. Um, I think that's all the stuff that we saw. So yeah, a lot of different mixture of different scenes. So um, yeah, yeah, we won't. Uh, Anne and uh, Eugene, we we don't have time for you next week. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, uh, we we have some emails. So once I think of uh, something else that I was going to say, I'll uh, read those. Um, you can send your your emails into Matthew at entertainmenttalk dot uh, org. Yes, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, Twitter is at etalkuk. There's a Facebook group and the Facebook page. There's also an email form you can fill out on the website. Uh, just put in your email and your comment in there. That'll get sent to me as well. Uh, Gregory, not that one. Um, so is Rick going uh, to be eaten alive on that rebar? No, I think we can dismiss no, that. No, uh, what no. is with all the weird dream stuff advertised? We did already talk about that as well. Yes. Um is there anything specific you'd like to see in terms of a dream sequence stuff? I mean, I'd like to see something with Carl, maybe, but I yeah, don't know I mean, how likely that is. I I would I think that is unlikely because of everything that happened with Chandler. But mm. um, I I would love if they managed to get something of that in. If you you had him, you know, if, if that was something that they had managed to keep quiet, that that would be great. Because um, I mean, as much as as much as I think Chandler maybe have has some issues with how things were treated on the show, if if they wanted him to come back, maybe to do a final sort of goodbye with Andrew, uh, that maybe would convince him. Um, and it it seems it, but on the other hand, it may be a little too soon to put Cole back in there. Yeah. So uh, I can understand if they, uh, you know, for various reasons, if that doesn't happen, but. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. That that is the one thing I would quite like to see, but I I suspect we won't. But it'd be a nice bonus if we do. Yeah, if it, it feels like the goodbye we had with Carl and Rick was that, and we don't. Uh, I mean, it it would be nice to have another one, but like I feel like they could sort of settle on that one. But then again, yeah, like yeah, they could come back and do a, a better goodbye or or something. Uh, don't yeah. forget, we still have Scott Wilson coming back as. Uh, Herschel one last time. I feel like that would be more tied with Maggie's exit though than than Rick. I think or, so. Or yeah. it, could, it could be both. We don't know. It um, could be, but I yeah. I mean, my my feeling would be it, that's mainly going to be to do with with however Maggie mm. exits. I would have thought. Then again, Herschel was a bit of like a father figure to to Rick in in some ways. Um, True. And he gave him advice about like Carl and and that sort of stuff. But yeah, if you if you're to think about. You know the bigger picture of exits. He's obviously more tied to Maggie because the actual father. Um, yeah. So I, I'm guessing we might see some of that in Maggie's exit episode, which would ma- yeah. maybe that would be episode six. I don't know. So it's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult. We we had another reference to the um, to the group. The uh, you know the the ones the the weird woman with the twins that uh, that turned up and gave them the book. We had another reference to that, so I'm fairly convinced that what they're going to end up doing is is Maggie is going to end up going and joining them, mm. and that's you know th- that's how they get rid of Maggie. I I suspect and leave it open enough for her to be able to come back. 
mm-hmm. but I, I and and maybe it's it's her. I maybe they keep that until you know because we've got next week's episodes and then we've got three episodes to the mid season finale. Yeah. It could be that it could be that they hold her leaving till the mid season finale and that's how they finish it. Um, maybe, yeah. That that maybe you know. Uh, Possibly relating to whatever happens to Rick, and you know, something spurs Maggie to decide that she needs to walk away. Mm. Uh, Lisa says it's very weird to see Rick being so injured like that, and it will be weird to see him die next week. There, so she's on the on the uh, opinion. Yes, of, of, that's of, if of he does event. die. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, which you know, fair enough. Um, yeah. I don't see there being a scenario where he lives and comes back uh, later via escaping. So I guess uh, I think she's referring to like the helicopter and stuff. Uh, so she doesn't yeah. see that happening. She sees more of the death option, which, given how, I, how injured he is, is is tipped more likely to that scale. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, and and as we've said before, the the problem with him leaving and being taken off by helicopter and just disappearing into the ether that that has its own problems because you are going to get people going where's rick so um you know because if we know he's still alive in the world you're going to expect him to pop back up even though we know that he won't because andrew's not in the show anymore so yeah it's tricky that um Uh, yeah she says it's going to be weird obviously uh can't wait for the ad at the end of next week giving me a different reason to watch yeah um lauren cohen's final episode's (laughs) <laughs> and then uh i don't know after that that, that that that's i'm almost more interested in um their plans going forward like too i'm still interested in, in the plot and these characters and i've said multiple multiple times that these characters are the are one the reason this show's still standing in the first place and two uh it's it's more it's a bit more character driven anyway because we care about these these characters a lot and they've they've uh, you know brought them they've always kind of been more of the forefront than what the plot has actually been um yeah. and yeah if if this show didn't have you know the Daryls, the ricks the people that that people really care about uh, i do think this show would have would have fallen by now so because uh, yeah. you know, because it's still the fact of uh, you see people saying like, oh, i want to see what happens to this character and that that character and you don't really see them saying I can't wait for the resolution of this plot. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting after both of them leave to see um, when 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 someone asks the next question at like a comic con or even just in an interview to say like, oh, what's what can we look forward to next, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, to see sort of what is said and like in the advert, and let's say just go back to you know normal advertising, which is hey, tune in next week for this, that, and the other. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I don't know. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I I think they've been obviously pushing the you know Rick Grime final episodes, and I I I think hopefully there is enough in the episode next week, which I'm I'm guessing will have a larger, higher um, rating. You know, with people tuning in, wanting to watch it live. So um, I, I I'm guessing that or I'm hoping that there is something in next week's episode other than them just saying goodbye to Rick that will get in, intrigue people enough from wanting to come back for the next episodes afterwards. Um, mm. As to what they do marketing wise, I anybody's guess Right. Just, at this point. Just advertise the show like a normal show. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, it's it's it's, it's interesting and weird. So, um, I I was speaking to this, this person yesterday in just a Facebook group, and she was like, "I want the show to go on forever," and I, I you know, even I don't care. Like she didn't say I don't I don't care who dies. She was like, "Oh, I don't mind that you know we know about Rick and stuff," but she said, um, kind of like, and I don't know the person's name, and I wouldn't say it anyway because you know she hasn't yeah. she hasn't written in or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and I was like, do you never want, like, you know, a conclusion of, of, of some kind or, or that sort of thing? She's like, no, I just wanted to just keep going. And I was like, so what do you want to happen? And then she just, you know, uh, it, it, it sort of finished there. But it's, I've seen some other people like that being like, I want this to go on for 15, 20 seasons still. And I'm sort of like, but kind of the point of a story is to, you know, have the conclusion and be like, okay, these characters finish in this place and this is how this story finishes and you kind of know what's going to happen. Um, so, I, I don't know. It's it's a strange... I mean, sure, watch the show for whatever reason you want to, but, um, yeah, how, how do you kind of feel about conclusions and stuff with this show? I, overall, um, I, I think... Um... I, I don't know. I mean, I I would like them to put in some sort of endpoint early enough. You know, maybe if it's going to go on for another couple of seasons, I would like them if if they start to realise that they're going to come to an end, as opposed to it getting cancelled. I would like them to to start introducing some solution to the crisis of of you know, and and whether it's some sort of cure or or just just something so they they have a a long arc to be able to get to the end you know and it doesn't feel rushed whatever it is even if it's it's so so even if they if it's just that they know it's going to be the final season or the last couple of seasons so if it's a cure they that's that's dropped in kind of earlier um so there's something that you can pick up on and i i don't know I I just want them to have some sort of idea of knowing how where it's going and and when it's going to end. Yeah, because you you tend to get these days um, when a season when, when a show gets a season like three maybe five, uh, someone will ask the creators like, oh, how many seasons roughly are left? When when you're going to roughly end the story? And they'll give like at least a brief answer. Because um, like the season with uh, Mr. Robot, that's is it Sam Eshmael? Eshmael? Yes. He, he came out this season and be like, hey, we've you know we've it, we know we we want to end this story and the next season is the last one kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I saw recently um with the Good Place with Kristen Bell, she did like a little interview and she said about um that uh, Michael Schur, sure the uh, yeah Michael, yeah yeah the, the, the uh, creator of the show. She said like she didn't give anything away obviously, but she said like. That he knows where he wants to like kind of take things, and he knows roughly how he wants to end things. So at least like again with that situation, he didn't say like, "Hey, season five or six is the last one," but she gave some indication as to like, okay, he wants to do roughly this with it, and he sort of knows what he wants. But we've not ever AMC have never really said that about this show. So no, no, I mean they treat it a bit like a soap with zombies. Yeah, and, I don't know. If that's and, a good idea though. Yeah, so, and I'm I'm not convinced that's a good idea yeah. either. I. <laughs> you know it's it, it sort of it's a drama and it it should really have a have an end point i feel mm-hmm. at some point but i i mean i i think it's interesting i think the changeover has revitalized things quite a lot um after we lose rick after we lose maggie then it will be interesting to see how well it holds together but if it's still kind of going you know maybe there is a lot more life in it but uh yeah. i i think certainly they've done a great job this season so far yeah, yeah. There's still the 
like four arcs of the book to adapt so yeah yeah um all right cool yeah that's it for this week's episode and uh yeah next week will be interesting weird sad we don't know yet so yes yeah uh, we'll see you uh, next. Uh, before I wrap up, I need to tell you about where you can find us and stuff. Entertainmenttalk.org is where you can find all the rest of the content. Of course, iTunes uh, or the podcast platform of your choice. Uh, you can find David on geektown.co.uk. If you want to know more about uh, this weekend's MCM Comic Con from uh, from the London October 1, uh, you did this week's Geek Town Radio with Beck. So if you want to hear yes. more about that stuff, uh, you can check that out as well. Uh, and yeah, I assume there's some interviews and stuff in there as well. So. Uh, yeah, Paul, Paul McGann is uh, ex Doctor Who or current Doctor Who. If you're listening to the Big Finish audio books, cool. um, yeah, uh, he was the um, the guest on this week. That was from Comic Con. Nice. So you can check that out as well, of course, for your air dates and all that good stuff. Uh, if you'd like to support what we are doing, patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. It's the same Amazon that you know. Uh, but if you use our affiliate link, we will get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you anything extra. So that's a great way to support us as well. iTunes, please rate, review and subscribe to the feeds that you use. Um, I know you might not necessarily listen to every show because you might not watch all the shows that we, we podcast on. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so please rate, review, subscribe to the feeds that you are intending to use. Uh, word of mouth, tell the people that you know, people that you know are watching or playing these the, these games and watching these shows and, and films. Uh, they can come and discover it for themselves. Tell them about the website or the iTunes feeds and that should help as well. Uh, yeah, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you all very much for listening. Uh, we shall see you next week for yeah like i said a weird wild interesting episode uh but have a nice happy halloween and we shall see you next time goodbye happy halloween see you bye